Hey everyone, and welcome to the Cheyenne Hills podcast, Verse by Verse. We know it's often hard to find time to spend studying God's Word, so we're happy you can join us as we read, unpack, and discuss Scripture every Tuesday and Thursday. We hope you enjoy the program. Across the street and around the world, Cheyenne Hills. Interesting. interesting. Now, I do need to know about location. Um... Uh, that was all of chapter 20. Yeah, we just did the whole 20 chap- chapter 20. The wilderness of Paran. Where's the wilderness of Paran? It is, uh, it's online in the map, but it's down here in the south. Oh, right there. There you go. So kind of down, uh, is this where that, that uh, what do you call that canal? Erie Canal, not oh, Erie. The, um, Suez. Suez Canal. <coughs> Suez Canal comes off the red. It's right here. here. Here's the Suez Canal. Yeah. So yeah, so it's further. That might be it right there. Oh, further in? Wouldn't it be? I mean, could, see where it that could be. Comes down the curve. Yeah, we're just starting the yeah. curve here. But it's so we're right about here. Kind of yeah, you're right. It's a lower part of kind of below Gaza, if you will, yeah. if, where you can you picture that. Name. Yeah. Boy, that would, today is a very desolate place. I don't know what that's like then, but mm. all right, here we go. So where do you want me to look, Casey? Um, center camera. Center camera. Got it. Hello, center camera. We're back. Okay. Tell me when to go. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. We're in Genesis chapter 21, and Ken, we're still, we're still winging it now on our own without Julie. We knew this day was coming, Yeah, and uh, she, she has not completely left us, just for temporary. I think two weeks she's okay. going to be gone, and so uh, then, but we are, we're going to go it alone, and we are plowing on. Genesis chapter 21, this is the birth of Isaac. So okay. this is, you're going to see a lot of grace of God coming up. We saw that last time, yeah. even uh, and in some of the craziness of Genesis chapter 20. But um, here's uh, more grace of God. The Lord visited Sarah, as he had said, and the Lord said to Sarah, as he had promised, that Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the time in which God had spoken to him. Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, who Sarah bore to him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old. And as God had commanded him, Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. So that's, you know, that's kind of a the, the the milestone of, you know, just so you can remember, Abraham was 100, and I think Sarah was 90, mm-hmm. and Isaac was born. It's uh, God did fulfill his promise. And uh, Abraham kept thinking this whole time, well, I'm too old, my wife is too old, this isn't going to happen. And God kept saying, it's going to happen, I promise you it's going to happen. It's not unlike our day to day, is it? I mean, we we keep wondering, okay, God, what's what's your plan, and when's this gonna? And we got to keep going back to His promises. Yeah, and yep. I think it's a, exactly it's difficult to do sometimes, but it's what it. It's just kind of how we see this how this interaction between God and Abraham, and realize uh, that's not that unlike us. Yeah, um, he, he he says, listen, I said that I would do something. I'm going to do it. So all through history. He, requires his people to operate on faith. He does. And that's a, it's started from the very beginning with, yeah. with Abraham. 
And um, Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh over me. And she, and, uh, she said, and by the way, what does yours say? Does it say laugh over me in verse 6? Uh, uh, literally, it was laugh for me, but the, laugh for me. Okay. the editors changed it to laugh with me. Okay. Yeah, it's not laugh at her for sure. No, no. no it's laugh. No. But, I, you know, the English of laugh over me doesn't, doesn't square in my head. So thanks <laughs> for that. And she said, who should have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. And the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast on the day that Isaac, Isaac was weaned. But Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, whom she had borne to Abraham laughing. So Hagar's son um, was laughing at, I don't know what, at, was that laughing at Isaac? Well, I, mocking, I guess it didn't say to whom he was mocking, but it was Ishmael. I mean, cause it says the son of Hagar, right. the Egyptian. So that's Ishmael. He was laughing. And, and, um, saw him, saw the son of Hagar, whom she had born to Abraham mocking. So apparently he was maybe mocking. Was a, kind of a mocking laughter at this weaned child. Yeah. Maybe he's like, he's too chubby. He's too, who knows what? I don't know. He's laughing. He's mocking at this, this yeah. child. Okay. Yeah. So. And so she saw this. And so verse 10 says, so she said to Abraham, cast out the slave woman with her son. For the son of the slave woman shall not be heir with my son Isaac. You can see the mama bear came out of Sarah right there. <laughs> Verse 11, and the thing was very displeasing to Abraham on the account of his son. But God said to Abraham, be not displeased because of the boy and because of your slave woman. Whatever Sarah says to do, do as she tells you, for, for through Isaac your offspring shall be named. And I will make a nation of the son of the slave woman also because of your, because of your offspring. So Abraham rose early in the morning and took bread and skins of water and he gave it to Hagar, putting it on her shoulder along with the child. And he sent her away and she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. Okay, Beersheba is, uh, is out down in the wilderness, kind of south of Gaza, if you will. It's kind of south and a little bit east. Is that right? It would be a big, big area down yeah, there. Yes. Um, the, uh, I think it's just interesting that it says he's going to be a great nation also. And I think we see that even today, the, 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 Arabs, if you will, the they are they claim Abraham as their father through Hagar, and the Jews through uh, claim Abraham as their father through Isaac. Isaac. Yeah. And we we as well we are grafted in to that that branch of it. So even the Christians, uh, so all three. Now the, the Arabs, many of them Muslim, Muslim, Christian, and Jewish, all claim Abraham, and there's some of the lineage that's laid out even from really, really from the very beginning. Yeah, and it's uh, kind of gives us an idea of how how all these things happen. When the water of the skins had gone, she put the child under the bushes, and she went out and sat under the opposite of him, a good way off, about the distance of a bow shot. What she wanted to do is get out of earshot from hearing this baby cry because they're out of water. Yeah. And it sad. should be pointed out that Ishmael, I believe, is 13 or around then. I mean, because he was, I think Abraham was 86 okay, that's when right. he was born. So, so it's not like he's a tiny little. Right. He's a, a teenager. He's a you know, teenager. And, and you can think of how smart Alec, when I was a teenager, how smart Alec I was and stuff, yeah. you know. And, and so here he is mocking Isaac and, yeah. and Sarah says, 
Enough of that. Yeah. Kid, he's out. <laughs> I know. What I think is kind of cool, and all the women will love this, is God said to Abraham, listen to your wife. Yeah. Right. Okay. I hate to I hate to have to bring that home. <laughs> but I, I just thought I I can't I gotta be true to the text, Ken. Yeah. Even even when Julie's not here, I thought I'd have to stand up for the women. Yeah. And uh because God said, Hey, listen to your wife on this one. Well, anyway, so they're out there in the wilderness and she hides him in the under some bushes. He must have been very famished and very, you know, parched in no water. And then she sat opposite him a good distance, about a bow shot away, for she had said, let me not look on the death of my child, of the child. And as she sat opposite him, she lifted up her voice and wept. And God heard the voice of the boy, and the angel of God said to Hagar from the heaven and said to her, what troubles you, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the boy where he is. Up. Lift up your boy and hold him fast with your hands, for I will make him into a great nation. There it is. So so Hagar's son, uh, Ishmael, became a great nation. That'd be the Arabs even claim that lineage through through him. Uh, verse 19. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the skins with water and gave the boy a drink. And God and God was with the boy, and he grew up. He lived in the wilderness and became an expert with the bow. Uh, he lived in the wilderness of Paran, and the mother took, and his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt. So she kind of went back and found a good Egyptian girl, yeah, right? Because she's a she's an Egyptian, country, yeah. and said, oh, "You're going to marry a good Egyptian girl." And <laughs> this wilderness of Paran. Again, kind of south, if you will, a little bit south and probably east of where we know of Gaza, the Gaza Strip. Mm -hmm. That would be the area, very similar to that Beersheba area. And again, I'm kind of curious of what what the if it's as arid then as it was now, um, because that's a that's a pretty tough living out there. Yeah, uh, I don't know how. Yeah, that's... you can get thirsty now pretty quick too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, well, anyway, grace of God, do you see anything in here that you want to pontificate on? Well, just uh, again, uh, like we saw in the previous chapter, God, God's grace and, and sovereignty. And, you know, here's, I mean, the promise is going to come through Isaac, but God still extends grace to Ishmael. And it even says that um, I, God's talking, I will make a great nation of him. So right. it, God's sovereignty, even over these people that will become enemies, you know, to some extent or, or for sure uh, of Israel and, and, you know, but God has his sovereign plan working out through history. And, and so even like with previous chapter with Abraham's failure, God didn't let things interfere with his plan then. And, and now he's still working things out. And of course, Paul refers to this passage about uh, Sarah's statement of, uh, you know, cast him out because he's not going to have an inheritance with my son. Right. And, and Paul refers to that um, allegorically in Galatians about the not being under the law, but we're free in Christ. So the, go, go ahead and finish that, that thought, because that is a great the illustration going back to, in fact, if you can find it, yeah, it would be better. Let's even read um, One of the things that while you're looking that up, I, I think it was interesting to think about, um, you know, in the, the great nation, you think about the great nation of, of, of uh, Islam, of Saudi Arabia, of, of the Iranians, uh, the the old Iraqis would be in the Babylonians. I mean, all of those people, those that's the great nation that came from Hagar's son Ishmael, and that they are 
a mighty, you know, mighty yeah. people and a mighty nation. It's just amazing to me. And this one sliver of land holding the, the Jewish people, you know, and we're still seeing this all played out today and they all claim the same father, uh, and, uh, basically cousins, if you will. And, uh, I don't know, it's a crazy dynamic and I don't, I really don't understand all the dynamics, but those are kind of the, the genesis of, or the beginnings yeah. of those, those two people groups. Yeah. Uh, here we go to Galatians chapter four and Paul is, um, making the point between, uh, not being under the law you know, to, to somehow please God by we'll keep, we'll keep the law and, right. and God will be pleased with us, but it's freedom in Christ. And so he makes this um, statement and he actually quotes and it's Galatians chapter four, verse 24. Now this contains an allegory for these women talking about the son of the bondwoman and the son of the free woman. These women are two covenants, one proceeding from the Mount Sinai, bearing children who are slaves. She is Hagar. And this is Hag and now this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to the present Jerusalem, for she is in slavery with her children. But the Jerusalem above is free. She is our mother. For it is written, Rejoice, barren woman who does not bear. Break forth and shout for you who are not in labor. For more are the children of the desolate than the one who has a husband. And you, brethren, like Isaac, are children of promise. But, at, but as at that time, he who is born according to the flesh persecuted him who is born according to the spirit. So it is now also, just in the same way that Isaac, or Ishmael mocked Isaac. Um, and so Paul's making that analogy. But he says, but what does scripture say? Cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be an heir with the son of the free woman. So now then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free woman. Yeah, it makes a very clear distinction mm -hmm. in, in Scripture of the, you know, the difference between the, the, the child of promise, who is Isaac, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and the, 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 then the slave and the heir of the slave woman. And it says they would be many or a great nation. You remember when you said that? It's like as a whole... Uh, yeah, mighty nation or something is mentioned there. And it made me think even the scripture in the new Testament affirms there's going to be a lot of people that come from Hagar's son, Ishmael. And uh, anyway, they're still, still warring and there's still factions fractured, fractured and factions today. And it's uh, we're still seeing the, the fruit of that rift in that relationship from the very, very beginning. Well, well, thank you. That's good. And, and thank you for joining us again. And maybe just a little more insight into the, the beginnings. Genesis means beginnings. And we just went back to the beginnings of, of some different people groups that we see on the news all the time. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us.